All right, we're back. 7-18 on this uh, great Thursday morning. Hope you're having a great commute to work. Uh, the other day, I, I remember getting the traffic report uh, after the show was over, and it was one of those days we had like two big rigs that got in a UFC fight on the freeway, yeah. and they were all tangled up, and it locked it down for hours. I mean, I saw Facebook feeds of saying... What in God's name is going on? Thirty-five. Two big rigs in a UFC yeah, fight. Yeah, they all got so like two big fight. An, two big. Yeah, an ultimate freighters fight. There you go. Ultimate That's freighters good club on that. <laughs> Way to go. That's slick. Good going. Uh, I want to introduce uh, Rich Franklin. He's a UFC fighter uh, from Cincinnati uh, in the studio with me, and also uh, Doctor Randall um, from the Cerebrum Health Centers here in, in Irving and Atlanta. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks. Good to be here. Thank you. All right. Concussions, you know that that's a that's the c world the c word that a lot of people, especially if you got kids and they play sports, and it's a very you know, but the NFL was a very hot topic as well in sports, and it's something it seems like are we seeing more concussions now than we did twenty years ago, or are we just paying more attention to them? Uh, but let's kind of get down to the nit and gritty. Let's first let's talk about your uh, your centers that you guys have. Sure, Cerebrum Health Centers is a primary neurologic based treatment facility treating head injuries. Um, of different varieties, all the way from military to occupational head injuries to combat sports and those types of events. So we see a wide array of patients that um, either have hit their head or are struggling from a number of issues after um, having a, a head injury. So, you know, and how would you know if you have a concussion? I mean, because I, I gave an example. I hit my head on the garage door, knocked me out for a couple of minutes, woke up kind of like, OK, that was weird. Uh, but is there signs that, that you know, obviously you, medical phys- experts would know, but as a normal person, how would I know that I had a concussion? Sure, absolutely. There, there are signs of concussion. Um, confusion, nausea, uh, an inability to focus, difficulty sleeping, um, vomiting after a head injury. Uh, those are things that you can see right after um, the incident. But then... People can go into a state called post-concussion syndrome, and post-concussion syndrome um, is a collection of symptoms, typically a loss of balance, head pain, inability to concentrate, difficulty moving their eyes in certain positions, really just struggling in some of the basic functions of life, and it's difficult to really put your finger on it Mm -hmm. um, from the patient's perspective until they get assessed, and then they can really start to see that their, their deficiencies are are causing a lot of problems. And Rich uh, Franklin being a, a UFC fighter, now kind of uh, retired in, in in certain degree. Yeah, I've been retired for a few uh, years now. But let's talk about, you know, concussion. Like, do you remember your first concussion? I do. And it, just to go back, you say, what what are the signs of a concussion? Typically, if you go unconscious, that's a, that's a <laughs> yeah. pretty good sign that you probably had a concussion. Uh, but I do. I remember my first concussion uh, fighting, actually, and I didn't go completely unconscious. And I talked after my fight, post-fight speech, all that kind of stuff. I I just I remember being in the locker room and we we have these custom mouthpieces made and I, they're they're very expensive and they're very, Yes. So after the after the fight, I remember being in the locker room and asking where my mouthpiece was and by the time Priorities. I, yeah, by the time I was remembering that I was asking about the mouthpiece, I'd I'd probably already asked about it a half a dozen times over a period oh. of over a period of like 45 minutes. And you, and then I got to a point where I could remember asking but I couldn't remember the answer that that my coaches were giving me. And so, you know, I've not had very many like uh, post-concussion type of um, symptoms, uh, like with like balance loss or nothing noticeable to the point where I would be worried. But uh, immediately following a concussion, like I've had anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half of uh, lost memory. 
And I would imagine in the world of UFC that concussions are pretty widespread. Am I am I wrong on that? Assuming that I, I would imagine that uh, you you're at at risk for that kind of stuff, like you would be in any other sport. I mean, we're in Texas; this is a football state, and it, it's just as likely there. With, with uh, when you're training in MMA, the difference is that. Uh, these fighters, aside from what they do in the cage, they go home and you kind of you manage yourself in your own camp. You're not playing for a team where you have doctors constantly looking over you, and not every not every athlete is in tune with himself or herself the way that that I have been during my career. So I'm, I, I take a very very intelligent approach uh, to my training because for every minute I'm in the cage, I basically spend about eight hours prepping for that. Yes. Uh, in the studio, UFC fighter uh, Rich Franklin and Dr. Randall with the uh, Cerebrum Health Centers there here in Irving in Atlanta. All right, so you, let's talk youth sports for a second. Uh, when when parents come in or coaches come in, what are they what are they saying to you? Like this, my client here or my 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 athlete here has had a concussion. How do I deal with it? What, yeah, that's. Well, I mean, when do they come to you? Well, there's there's two different times in youth sports that patients come in. One would be a baseline screening um, because they've been informed, they understand what a concussion is, and they want to take that next step in terms of providing safety either for the child that they're coaching or for the child that, that they're trying to support. Um, second would be they come in because they know they've been concussed, and so they've lost consciousness or or there have been a big lapse in memory, or they're having some type of symptom that's driving them to come into the office. So uh, first and foremost, though, you've got you've to deal in the world of objectivity, meaning numbers and things that you can prove. So you've got to measure things from a central nervous system perspective so that objectively you can figure out if this person's been concussed or not. There you go. Uh, and has the treatment changed over the years? I mean, you always hear about... Having these people in solitary confinement and dark and don't watch TV, don't read any visuals. Has that changed or is that kind of the norm? It has changed. And there's also been things that have been added to it to make uh, those types of treatments be more effective. But uh, sensory deprivation after a very significant concussion is important. The, you know, kids in cell phones Kids in high contrast, high definition type of television. Oh, my goodness. Um, Visual stimulation after a head injury can be very bad. So sensory deprivation should be something that you should consider um, on your way to, you know, getting looked at by a physician and making sure that the child doesn't have a brain bleed or they they're not in a significant risk. And so going to the hospital and making sure that you see some qualified professional to make sure that that head injury is not more significant than you think. What is the timeline to rehab on a concussion? I mean, is this something that months, weeks? It depends on the severity of concussion, the location of where the injury in the brain is. But first and foremost, you need to be assessed. This is not something that you need to say, well, let's wait two or three days or let's wait a week and see how things go. You need to see a qualified healthcare professional right away because problems get worse in the central nervous system, especially in post-concussion syndrome. There you go. Uh, go back to you, Rich. Uh, being a fighter, uh, what's what's kind of the protocol? And in, in your sport, uh, are guys aware of the fact that some of these, you know, your sport is can lead to concussions? Obviously, with the with the uh, let's say uh, brutal hand to hand. Yeah. I, I listen. I, I believe that athletes are aware of it, but like every other young athlete that would come out of college at the age of twenty-two, you believe that your uh, 
Ten foot tall and bulletproof. Yeah, Yeah. you know, indestructible. And so uh, the the same thing would happen, like you see this in the NFL, but it's the coaches that have to be on top of things to make sure that these athletes make the right decisions. And like I said, a lot of these athletes, once you're out of a fight, you you know, there's a concussion protocol that the uh, the referee and the doctor – will follow uh, after a fight and all the way back to the locker room, whatever testing you may need to have done at the hospital and stuff like that. But once you, you leave, it's you're, you're kind of on your own for your own care. And that's the danger with, with mixed martial arts. Yeah. Um, the industry itself, uh, what you've been in for how long? Been practicing uh, seven years, seven years. Uh, do you find there's more people in this segment business wise, more com- competition and, Absolutely. It's a it's a budding field and there's a lot of new technology and a lot, a lot of new research and a lot of young, fresh minds that are coming into the field, pushing the world of, of neurology in terms of rehabilitation, diagnosis, management um, of the entire problem of concussion. Uh, it's something that needs to be managed appropriately so that we can provide the level of safety to the up and coming athletes. It's not something where we need to be taking our kids out of sports and a level of hysteria applied to the population where our kids just don't play sports anymore because I don't think that's the answer. Because I've heard people say that. Absolutely. That this is going to lead to, you know, 10 years from now and kids won't play high school football, which we all know that's not going to happen in the state of Texas. It's no, against, not, uh, I think yeah. God has it somewhere in the Bible that it's a, it's a football will be played <laughs> yeah. in the state of Texas. Yeah. Football's yeah. alive and well here. Yeah, it's alive and well here. <laughs> uh, do you think we're, uh, the media's covering concussions more than they have in the past? So it makes it feel like there's more concussions going on? Well, yeah, absolutely, especially when you have celebrities, you know, getting head injuries and people in the public eye. I think that's something that can be covered. Uh, And so, you know, awareness, first and foremost, needs to be applied to the populations to understand, do we have a problem or not? Yeah. All right, we've got to take a quick break. We'll continue this conversation after the break. Plus, the Trinity River. I want to go jump in it right now and go swimming. I It's probably fairly cold, I would imagine, but uh, we'll talk about the Trinity River and exactly uh, how it got to where it is today, especially in the city of Fort Worth, and uh, there's a celebration coming up as well. Plus, more Americans are quitting their job, but I want to know how they're quitting. Are they like saying, peace out, or are they just texting their boss? That's so millennial. Maybe that's the case. Uh, 729, stick around. You listen to 620 AM, KEXB, your experts in business. Good morning on Facebook Live as well. I'm going to log off and log back on later. We are back. Uh, that music kind of reminded me if you the Batman. Kapow, kapoom, kapow, kapoom. And I, I'm just envisioning uh, Batman kicking some butt on some on some gangsters. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, King and Randall uh, from Cerebin Health Centers and uh, Rich Franklin, UFC fighter, uh, from Cincinnati in the studio today, and we're talking about um, concussions. But here, here's a question for you. So if you've had a concussion, you've gone through treatment, and you maybe you felt like it got better, but you still don't feel right. Like it still feels like something is wrong. What can they do? That's where you've got to go uh, and be assessed. You've got systems in your brain that control the way that you feel the environment and the way that you interact with the environment. And you need to have those systems assessed, assessed in an objective way to where we can have gold standard testing applied to a problem that we're trying to figure out. Meaning um, we need to to deal in the world of objectivity. It's not, well, do you have a headache or not? It needs to be reflexogenic measurements of the of the central nervous system that are repeatable. And these reflexes get injured 
one of those reflexes, let's talk in, in specificity, is the stability of the eye. Well, if the, if the brain gets damaged, the eyeball is not going to be stable. And if it's not stable, it's going to be very hard for you to interpret your visual environment. So then every, try, every time you try to use your eyeball, it's going to be difficult. You get towards the end of a day, let's say it's a student in a classroom looking up, down, up, down, mm-hmm. trying to participate in a PowerPoint, in, a, in, a, in an auditorium that's, that has an echo, the light's kind of off, there's stairs, and so there's depth contamination. Wow. Um, and you have a busted visual system, and you try to participate in that all day long. By the end of the day, boom, the migraine happens. And people don't understand why, after the head injury, do I feel this way? Well, that's probably because they didn't have their sensory systems evaluated appropriately, meaning your visual system. How is your hearing? What is your spatial visual relationship? What is your balance like? How do your eyes move and how fast do they move? Those are all types of central nervous system measurements that are important to measure post-head injury. That's very interesting. Uh, how can someone get a hold of you if they've got questions and they're like, you know what, this is kind of hitting home to me? Sure. Uh, well, they can contact the office. You can find us on the Internet. So CerebrumHealthCenters.com. Um, and, and by all means, contact the office and, and you can make an appointment so that you can get these systems measured as a baseline, first and foremost, to protect your child you or yourself or in the event of an injury You can come make an appointment so that you can be assessed to see if there's some rehabilitation that can be applied to make your situation better. And if you want uh, Rich Franklin to uh, beat you up, uh, you got an 800 800 number for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. But I tell you what, we'll just work on choking people out instead of like chicken kicking them. Because (laughs) when you chicken kick, it's a naked chicken kick, actually, what you said. Uh, You can cause a a concussion. A rear naked chicken kick. Yeah, a rear naked chicken kick. And we don't want to cause any concussions. No, no concussions here. Yeah. Uh, I want to kind of. I want you guys to stick around. I want to transition into. Uh, have you, obviously, you're familiar with the Trinity River because you live here, right? Absolutely, great, great. I think it's a great staple of our whole community of North Texas. Uh, in Cincinnati, you've got a river that runs through the town too, right? Yeah, yeah. Ohio River, right Ohio there. Ohio River, there you the, go. The Ohio and Kentucky states. There you go. Um, bring in uh, Stacy Pierce with Streams and Valleys. You're the director of Streams and Valleys. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me here. All right, let's talk about the Trinity River. And at one point. You know, now it's it's you know quite the, uh, the you know the eye candy in a way. It's very visual, but it wasn't always like that. That's true. So in the late fifties, um, after the flood, Phyllis Tilly, the founder of Streams and Valleys, a visionary lady, drove over the Seventh Street Bridge and said, "You know what? We've got to fix this." It was a dump, not much dump. water. I mean, literally, right? It tires Truly. and all kinds of stuff floating. Everything you can imagine, people threw it in there, and uh, Phyllis felt that that was her mission, and she enlisted all of her friends and family and neighbors to to make a difference. And um, nearly 50 years later, it's just the best amenity we have. And when you think about it, uh, all the trees that, they, that they've added, uh, running trails. I mean, I, I gave an example for the show. It was like in a month of January. It was freaking freezing outside, and there, there were people utilizing the trails, walking their dogs, uh, you know, riding their bikes. Uh, it's it's been a very, it fits an active lifestyle, I think, that North Texans have to a certain degree. No question. And we have a great mayor who loves to be on the trail. She cycles regularly. And um, we have several other great partners that are promoting good health and fitness and being outdoors. So no matter who you are, no matter what age, what your bank account is, anything, it's it's for you. It's our best civic space 
um, in Fort Worth. It's a good thing they don't check the bank account because after a <laughs> uh, couple days, yeah. Um, let's talk about it. you got an event coming up, Friends uh, of the River. We do. So on Thursday, October 20th, we'll do a run through Trinity Park and then have a party in the plaza on uh, 7th Street at Montgomery Plaza. 30-plus restaurants, great restaurants, tasting oh, yeah. events. What's so, your favorite restaurant, by the way? Oh, my favorite? I couldn't even think about picking. There's there are so many. many so many great ones. Yeah. But uh, uh, Righteous Foods will be there. Okay. And uh, talk about a healthy healthy choice and great cuisine. They'll be there. And uh, so it's a wonderful way to get some exercise. You can bring your dog. You can bring your kids. Uh, and so run through Trinity Park, beautiful place, and then uh, wind it up with a couple of hours of uh, good food, good wine, good company. How tell, give me the process of what, what you guys have to go through to make sure that it stays clean? Because I know that it, you know you always have runoff, and you, you've always got people that are that are littering. I guess you know, but what? How much? What goes in? And what goes into keeping it clean? You know what? That's a great partnership effort. So our longtime partners, the City of Fort Worth, the Tarrant Regional Water District, the Trinity River Vision Authority, all of those entities work unbelievably hard every day to not only monitor the water supply and quality, but to also take care of just like you mentioned, stormwater and runoff and what hap- what's happening in those neighborhoods. Now, that doesn't take away all of us doing our part no. to make sure that we get our um, recycling in the right spot, our trash in the right spot. And so there's no danger of when that rain comes that whatever you didn't get in the right spot winds up in the river. Yeah, that's what happens. And obviously with this cooler weather, uh, people are spending a little bit more time outside. Uh, but there's some really common sense things that we all need to uh, put in place when you, when you get in a public space like that. And it's I'm I'm telling you, uh, I have road rage to a certain degree. Uh, <laughs> there's I've been known to throw rocks at cars, the people who speed through school zones, and they're always on their phones doing that. And that also applies to the trail. Don't be looking at your phone the whole time because you could run somebody over. No question. Or get run over by a cyclist. You are so right. You know, the trail is more like a street than a sidewalk. Right. So you got to be moving. Uh, You got to stay to the right. You got to let people know what what you're going to what you're going to do. If you're going to pass, you got to do that on the left and let them know. Um, It's all about communication and and sharing the trail. I I would skateboard in California. I'd go on the sidewalk (laughs) and I'd be skateboarding and I'd be like, I'd hear on your left. and, And I'm like, okay, but that's that's the communication. right? Exactly right. Because you don't, you don't want to cross paths. That's exactly it's right. Nasty. Um, okay, so as far as websites and all that good stuff, it's really streamsandvalleys.org. Correct. Uh, I'm going Facebook, Streams and Valley Inc. on Facebook as well. And I guess on Twitter, at Streams, um, at Streams Valleys. Right. On uh, Twitter. Um, hey, Brian. Yes. I just wanted to throw something in here real quick. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. There was the trash bash out there at the Trinity River in Fort Worth, and I participated in that with the scout troop that me and my sons are involved in. So you guys threw a bunch of trash in the water? Absolutely not. Okay. We, we gave it to the Gators. All right. <laughs> yeah. They ate it. That's a great event, and that's hosted by our good partner, the Tarrant Regional Water District. I, too, have taken a scout troop to Trash Bash. There you go. And it's an amazing community event and, and so well participated in. And, again, it's it's the way we think of the river in Fort Worth, which is it's everybody's. It's everybody's river. Everybody's river. Yeah. Everybody's trail, so come on down. Uh, Stacey Pierce joining us in the studio. She is a director of Streams and Valleys. Uh, I think the Trinity River is definitely a gem of this area. I really do. Uh, I love Fort Worth. I, and I'm not just saying it because you're in front of me. Yes, I am. I'm <laughs> kidding. I, I love Fort Worth. It's a great place. And it is so visual right there. 
uh, it's just a great place. And I want us to all maintain that for future generations. If it wasn't for this whole initiative, you wouldn't have planted thousands of trees and and made it really active for the community. So I applaud you guys. So give us one more time. uh, Friends of the River, Party on the Plaza date is on Thursday, October 20th, going out there to Montgomery Plaza right there on the West 7th Street uh, there in Fort Worth from 6 to 9. Uh, the price is $30. Starts at 30 Starts right? at 30 Depending on what you want to do. But your dog is probably free. Yes. Okay. So you're not paying for the dog. Right. And then come in there and have a great time. And, of course, it all benefits uh, you guys to uh, help, you know, keep it clean. That's correct. Thanks yeah. so much. I want you to stick around as well. Um, we're going to talk about Americans are quitting their job. Now, now I'm, I'm just going to go on a, on a limb here. Um, if you're When you quit UFC... You probably went up and just naked rear chicken kicked somebody, and you, I'm out. That, that's that's standard. That's 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 policy, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's just what you do. <laughs> so there, it wasn't anything unique. Like it may sound unique to the listener, but in in my industry, it's that's just, just normal. It's normal. So I didn't do anything great. If you've got any creative <laughs> ways that you've quit your job, I really want to hear these. I, I do you have do you have any examples that even when you were in school or or people that you've worked for that's their last day of the job was kind of epic? Any any anything pop out? Cuz I've had some guys in media uh get all pissed off. And I had one this is really funny. Uh one girl had just got a contract to go to Los Angeles. And in her contract, she had still like a year left, so she couldn't technically take that job. So she staged a fight with another employee at work and got up and dropped F-bombs and this and that and throw some stuff off the desk and stormed out and tried to be as disruptive as possible so that they would let her go, knowing that her future employer knew this was going to take place because they wanted her. I thought, well, that, and we, we all thought it was obviously real at the time, but it didn't come out until like 10 years later that all that was staged. And I thought, that's smart. I, that is smart stuff. If, if I'm going to quit a job, uh, you know, why not go out in style? Doesn't sound smart to me. It sounds psycho. It, well, okay. Well, if I told you this girl's name, you could look. You could stalk her on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I think her middle name might be Psycho. Okay. She well. is a she is a little nuts, but she works for uh, one of the big uh, news organizations based in Los Angeles. So, uh huh. Los anyway, Angeles. Yeah, that, um, that makes sense then. Yeah, I I you know I usually my last day at jobs I leave very quietly. I, uh-huh. Thanks for the thanks for your time. You grab your gloves, you toss them in the middle of the ring, and say, "I'm out, <laughs> I'm out." <laughs> Call my USC fighter. Come over here. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about you know how mo- how many Americans are quitting their jobs right now. But why? Why are these people quitting? Why, Brian? I don't know. I, I've got the answer for it. Right uh, plus, but before we go to break, let's uh, do something that uh, we've started a tradition on the show. This is our good friend Neil McCoy, country music star Neil McCoy, doing the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. So let's uh, let's listen in. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. All right, we're back. So, you like your job, Michael? Why do you even ask that? I don't know. I'm just trying to put you on the spot. I'm in the I'm middle of it. I'm hoping I, I to can't... catch you in a hot mic situation yeah. so that I can go to Billy Bush, Uh huh. which I did a funny Snapchat the other day. And destroy my career later when I'm a billionaire. And destroy your, your career later awesome. when you're a billionaire. Uh, I love my job. And you know, I really do. I enjoy what I do. I, Salem's a great company. 
we got a great format. We talk about business. We get we talk about people and health and, and our community, and we talk about ways to improve our lives and improve the lives of others. Um, but apparently, Americans are quitting their jobs in masses. That's right. Okay, we're out of here. According to the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics, as I tongue twice. <laughs> you and David Letterman can't handle that word. Yeah. He, he used to always butcher that one. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. 20 years. Uh, back in August, it, uh, the amount of Americans that actually quit their job climbed to the highest level of the year and second highest level since we've seen the great from the Great Depression. A great recession. I'm sorry. Can't even read this morning. Um, which makes me think one of the reasons why is they're confident that they'll find another one. Yeah. So we in the in the break we were talking. Have you ever quit a job that you, before you had another one? No. No. How about you? No. 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 I, I think I fall under a different case. Being yeah, you kind of <laughs> yeah. you kind of do. I have. Yeah. You have. Uh, yeah, I've quit a job. But I just got fed up with it. And I'm like, you know, I could get a job anywhere else. It doesn't matter. I need to get away from this one right now. I think, uh, you know, I think if you have confidence in your skill set, obviously, and you're like, you know what, I'm better in this place. I, I can get a job somewhere else. You know, maybe you have some confidence that works out. Yeah. But a lot of people, are, I guess, depending on what industry you're in. Now, this is really, uh, you know, in the tech industry, since the tech industry is in apps and software development, that is just booming. So maybe if you're really, if you if you write code. If you if you if you are in that type of industry, sure. then there you probably know there's a demand for your skill set. So you probably are a little bit more confident to say, Well, I'm, you know, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. I can go find something different. Um but it's very interesting how more employees and, and but I really want to find out how these people are quitting. Um I talked about earlier that, that example how she kind of staged something. <laughs> um I've I've seen uh I've seen people break down and cry on their last day. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Have some dignity there. Anybody I mean, ever fake their death, move to another state? Could you fake your death, move to another state? It's one way to quit. Yeah, one way to quit. Um, fast food, you always see these viral videos of someone throwing a shake or something like that or throwing a cheeseburger across the, oh, the kitchen. You always see that in quick service. But uh, for the most part, you know, in the professional world, I guess you uh, you slowly get your stuff off your, off your desk. I, that, that's the biggest bit of advice I can give somebody, you know. Slowly get your stuff off your desk. Don't just one day take everything off and go, my goodness, look at old Johnny in accounting. Where's he at? Mm-hmm. You know, when everything's gone. Oh, the old box, too. Always keep a brown box in your trunk. In you the, think? Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, you got to keep a brown box. You never know. You might need that. I've always had that provided to me. Oh, they, they, oh, they give you the box. <laughs> Even when you quit? Even when you quit? No, no. I've never given them before they quit. <laughs> Anyway, all right, let's check on the markets real quick before we head into the break. Let me pull it up. Oh, by the way, we had breaking news earlier. Oh, right. Yeah, you were talking uh, about breaking that. Breaking news, and I'm so proud of CNN for just streaming this on top of their uh, thing here. Right. Um, <laughs> I didn't know how to. Bob Dylan. Yeah, I'm sure this is going to be the headline tomorrow on the Wall Street Journal or the, the New York Times. Peace Prize for not, literature, not Peace Prize Lit- for Nobel Prize. There's prize, yeah, Nobel Prize right. for you. everything. That's true. One of them is peace, and one another one is literature. Well, he got it for literature, yes, uh, which is okay. Whatever he's written songs, but why is it streaming in the top of the? That is a good website? question. That's a little yeah. Uh, now that my computer is completely frozen up, uh, but it does give me an opportunity to talk about the Money Show Dallas uh, coming up, and of course uh, we're going to have some speakers call in. In the eight o'clock hour, okay, and talk about this this great. Now there's fifty plus, 
50 plus speakers involved in this. It happens uh, from October 19th through the 21st, uh, downtown Dallas. Uh, go down there and get registered. And really, Steve Forbes is one of the uh, speakers. That's a big name. And we have a guy calling in that is his written software that tracks the progressive movements of stocks and helps you trade more efficiently. I mean, there's all kinds of good content here. That's awesome. Uh, go to uh, money, the Money Show Dallas and get all the information for that because it definitely will, um, if you're into that kind of stuff, this is it. It's a, at the Hyatt Regency downtown Dallas. The guy that comes on uh, the show after us, He's actually uh, written software like that, too. Oh, oh yeah. Bill yeah. Gunderson? Gunderson, yeah. Gunderson, yeah. All right. Uh, also coming up uh, in 8 o'clock hour, uh, we'll get into a little bit more of your, your consumer reports, and we'll find out which retailers are actually faring better as we kind of go into this holiday shopping center. Hint, it's not Sears. No, it's not Sears. Hint, it's not did Macy's. You ever, did you ever have tough skins? Jeans, tough skins from Sears. No. Do you remember those? I don't know. No? no, I grew up in a Wranglers era. Oh, okay. Wranglers were good. Tough skins? No? No. Do you ever wear Granimals? Your underwear? <laughs> no. No. Nobody wear Granimals? Boy, I no, do. man. Uh-uh. Where did my parents shop? Mine shopped at the thrift store. <laughs> I, my, mine weren't in the thrift store, but I don't know where they got mine. I was dressed like Hulk Hogan or I something. I wore $4 jeans, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tough skins. Uh, Sears. But that Sears is a brand that, it's sadly, it's, it's slowly going away. They're, they're spinning off the Craftsman tool line, which everyone had. Every guy has a set of Craftsman's tool, right? Yeah. You, you're not a man yeah. unless you have a set of Craftsman's. That's right. I got tool, Craftsman toolbox, Craftsman shovel, Craftsman rake. They're good tools. They're guaranteed for life. There you go. Well, is Sears guaranteed for life now, though? <laughs> That's true. Well, I guess you could take them back to, well, where would you take them back? Ship them back to Craftsman? I don't know. And, and they did, they cracked down on that guaranteed for life thing. Uh, it's only certain brand, uh, models of their tools that are guaranteed for life. Right. Uh, we'll also get into Samsung just now started sending out these fireproof boxes. <laughs> this is pretty funny. When you look at that, we'll post a video up on our Facebook page. It's pretty funny. It's almost like a gag gift. Like you'd give somebody for Christmas. And what they include in this box, we'll go over the contents. It's, it's pretty funny. Now I've got this Samsung Galaxy Edge over here. I'm charging it. It's not hot yet. See, that's why I jump off Facebook uh-huh. Live. I'm afraid it's going to catch fire during the show. It, Which would uh, okay. make it great for a viral video, though. So this fireproof box, and like it's if, a box that they send you to put your phone in to if, send back. Oh, but what they put in this box is pretty funny. I thought it would be a box like if your phone caught fire, you would toss it into the box and it would put it out. Oh no, no, I don't know what you do. I, you know what's it's funny you say that. I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this. Uh-huh. I find myself in situations uh, thinking, okay, if this phone caught fire, yeah. what am I doing? Like, where am I putting this? Uh, outside, Brian. Yeah, well, as quickly as you can, get it outside because well, I don't fire, want a I'm pile of it. I don't want a pile of molten phone in my studio. Maybe that's why I keep it connected to the selfie stick because I could just pick up the Good stick grief. and throw it. All right, right, we got to take a break. Here's Uh, your favorite song. We'll come back out. Uh, Give us a few minutes. We'll come back. Listen, 620 AM KEXP, your experts in business. See you in a few. Welcome back, 8.03, right here, 6.20 a.m., KEXB, your experts in business. Good morning, good, happy Thursday morning, crisp and cool out there. 
I hope you're having a fine day. Nice to kind of look at the weekend straight ahead. I like this change in the weather that we had overnight. Um, and I love the weather geeks right now because what happened is is the uh, cold front moved through the area. It's down south of Waco. But guess what? It loves DFW so much, it's coming back north as a warm front. Therefore, that's where the winds will shift out of the south from 15 to 20 miles an hour and get the temperatures up there. Back to you. Yeah. You like that? that? No, that like is that? one of the terrible things about um, cold fronts this time of year, I suppose, is that sometimes they can turn around and do that. But uh, it is still 60 degrees, actually upper 50s in many places in North Texas right now. And it does feel quite crisp and nice with the 10-mile-an-hour winds from the north. Today, we're headed up between uh, 75 to 77 degrees. It's a good, uh, much cooler temperature than yesterday, about 12 degrees cooler. Uh, no, sorry. Yeah, 15 degrees cooler. Yeah. 12 to 15. It's, it's quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, we got 60% chance of storms this evening. And then early morning tomorrow, it's 40% chance of storms and overnight low of 61, high of 82 tomorrow. The storms clear off early in the afternoon. And then Saturday and Sunday looks like mid to upper 80s, probably upper 80s uh, by the start of the week. And uh, it's a good weekend for the fair. Yeah, it is a great weekend. I still haven't been out there. Gotta, of course, I'm out of the yeah, town this you're weekend. Out of town. I gotta get out Quit there. getting out of town during the fair. You can't do that. <sighs> can't do that. Um, Not every weekend. I know. Um. We've had a great conversation in the 7 o'clock hour about uh, concussions and just really making sure that if you've had a concussion and they've been semi-treated, I guess, and you, you feel, yeah, yeah, I feel a little bit better, but I'm not myself, we've got an expert that can help you out on that. And it's you know what? It's big business. Uh, treating concussions is, is big business because it is so uh, important that we focus in on that because there is some long term benefits uh, absolutely. absolutely absolutely yeah so we'll get into that uh, a little bit later in the show plus i love the trinity river fort works a great city and the trinity's a part of that city it wasn't always as nice as it is it just wasn't it's gone through a transformation over the years and of course there's a big celebration coming up uh to celebrate the trinity river and how to you know get you involved as well there's things that you can do uh at home to ensure that that trinity river uh does not become polluted and become a dump that it used to be. Um, Donald Trump all over the news. I mean, obviously, I, I, I made a pledge and I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to officially have a press conference at 901 here on Facebook Live that I will be logging off Facebook on any political post because I was called a right wing nut job by somebody. Uh, I, I'm offended. I'm offended personally. Uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but call me a right wing nut job will hurt me um, a little. I'm a little. You know, so I'm going to slack off a little bit and stay off the politics. But uh, nevertheless, Donald Trump definitely in the news, and and we can all agree, Michael. I mean, you know, I'm, I don't want to put our guests on the on the hot seat here, but you and I can agree that we've been in the media. For, I've been in the media since 1988, for the most part, in and out. Yeah, I was okay. I was born. And I, and I, and I, I was probably born then. Okay, uh, I have. Well, it, never has there been a time in our history of broadcasting that covering elections covering politics covering news has ever been so lopsided opinionated news as it is today yeah period it's, and it's i don't the care state of the media what you say and it's on both sides don't get me wrong oh yeah donald trump gets hall passes from fox but man let me tell you something uh i got the history of msnbc the other day and i had not i did not know this back when they first uh were formed that that you know, I'm talking about the cable network, right? Uh-huh. The new show. Right. Uh, they had uh, all kinds of random stuff on there. Uh, Keith Oberman was 
a talent on that show. Oh, yeah. He went off on George Bush uh-huh. uh, Jr. Uh, for about five to seven minutes. Went off on him. When he went off on him, the ratings spiked. So yeah. the, all the network executives ran in there and go, whoa, 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 we got something here. Wait a minute. You're pissed off at Bush? Yeah, he did this, he just said this, he did this, and this is what's going to happen. And that's the narrative that they embraced mm-hmm. for the existence of that station. Yeah, they kept booking guest after guest after guest, coming on there, bashing uh, Republicans sure. and bashing the right. So that's kind that's of what their, their mojo is. Yeah, that's their MO. Just like Fox sure. News in a way, but I will say this, Fox News has always branded themselves as fair and balanced. We report, you decide. And they've got, and that was before all of this, right? right? They've got Geraldo on there, and they've got Juan they, Williams. Yeah, they have one. Uh, yeah, lots um, of people. They've had in the past. They've had Combs. They still got him as a guest, absolutely. a major guest. But well, I guess what I'm getting to is the week. The latest WikiLeaks came out, and it proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is a conspiracy, and I hate that word, but there is a relationship, I guess, a, a, for a better word, yeah. between the media and the Clinton campaign. To get her elected, no matter what. But I will say this: eleven hundred. I think that the I think Americans see this. Yeah. And the more they push down, it's like a beach ball. It's like you're in the pool and you push down your your a beach ball under the water and you mm-hmm. push and you push and you push it. And but the further you push down, the more uh, with powerful it pops up. Yeah. And that's kind of what his poll ratings are. And his popularity, the video that I posted up on Facebook, and Mark Davis was talking about it the other day on the air, is it looked like a rock concert. It looked like Rock on the Range in Columbus, Ohio. It had like 20,000 people in the stadium. And I'm like, those are crowds that no, we have never seen on the presidential campaign before. So anyway, uh, mind you, uh, November 8th, not 28th, despite what Trump said. Remember, they, they, yeah, that they was got a, him on that. It was kind of funny, actually. And I, will pick, I will poke fun at that guy. Yeah. Yes, he looks like a Oompa Loompa. Uh-huh. He has a bad spray tan. And he needs to get off of the Twitters. Off the Twitter, different hairstyle, and just, you know, he. but he has the worst bedside manner. And we and now that we have a doctor in here, he'll, he'll appreciate this. And this is a good analogy I've heard. Donald Trump is a doctor with poor, poor bedside manner. He's going to come in and tell you, you're 100 pounds overweight, you need to stop smoking, change your diet, Get some exercise. Are you going to die? Have a nice day and walks out. And you go, but, 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 but uh, the doctor, you know, that hurt my feelings. I mean, what yeah. do you want him to say? You want yeah. him to kind of pussyfoot around the, the, uh, the, the, the thing there? <laughs> so he's kind of a, a, a politician with really poor bedside manner. But I like that. I don't want a career politician to tell me what I want to hear. Just so he can get elected. And, and there's the flip side of that. A lot of people think that it takes a politician to... Uh, be the commander in chief. All right, I'm getting mad, so let's take yeah, a break. So. Uh, coming up, uh, we're going to talk concussions. We, we, I mean, this is a serious thing. We've got we got the experts in here. We got uh, Dr. Kagan Randall uh, with Team Cerebrum Health Centers here in Irving and Atlanta, and I got UFC fighter. Uh, maybe in the break we can, uh, you know, we can kind of trade punches or whatever. Not really, because he'll kick my butt. Three time world champ, right? Yeah, Rich Franklin. Uh, can't wait to bring him on as well. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Doc, if you if you want to just exit right there, if you just want to leave, you're like, why am I on this show? This no, I'll I'll hold the, your selfie stick oh, no. when he punches you. I'll hold your cell phone <laughs> so we can, so we can capture that. We have to capture that for sure. I've always said if you're going to go out, go out of the viral video. Make sure you got on slow mo mode. So, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I got Premiere Pro on my laptop right here. In fact, I got it open. All we have to do is ingest it, and we got a nice little video going. We'll just go live. We we'll just go live. live yeah. We can do that live. Uh, thanks so much for joining us on this Thursday morning. I can't wait to. Uh, 
get back into this conversation. Once again, I've got a couple of messages on Facebook i got to check uh, in regards to concussions, by the way. I'll read those. But if you have a question for me, give me a call at 214-787-1160, 214-787-1160, or hit me up on Twitter as well. And when we get into the Trinity River and the uh, and then that topic, give me a call on that. I mean, it's a beautiful – If you what, tell me what you like about it. Tell me, you know, how do you uh, enjoy that great space we have there in Fort Worth? Uh, give us a few. We'll come right back. You'll listen to 620 AM KEXB. Your experts and just about everything. We'll see you in a few. She's real fine, my Hi, we're back. 8.15 on this uh, beautiful Thursday morning. Hope you're having a great commute to work. Uh, let's talk about concussions. Earlier in the show, we're, we were talking to uh, Rich Franklin. He's a UFC fighter. Uh, two, is that right? Two-time world champ? Three-time. My apologies. Three-time world champs. Um, and, of course, uh, Dr. Kagan Randall with the Cerebrum Health Centers uh, located here in Irving. And one in Atlanta as well. Uh, I want to have you guys back on and talk about this. Now, uh, obviously, you know, one of the things that if you have kids that play sports, that tends to be a really hot topic right now, right? I mean, it's, you know, uh, parents are concerned. And and should they be concerned at at, at a young age or younger kids more susceptible to getting a concussion than, than someone that's in their teens? I think that concern is appropriate. And with that concern comes education and appropriate baseline testing parameters so that then that concern turns into objective information and not fear because not fear. you fear the things that you don't know. That's true. So if you go and answer those questions, uh, especially related to neurologic performance, because I'm a parent and I'm sure we have some parents here in the room. How many of us can say that we know and understand the neurologic performance of our children? Well, aside from the fact that you look at their report cards. Sure. Um, do you know the neurologic performance of your children? And so that's one of the questions that I would ask as you put your child into a combative sport. Okay. When people come to you, they're looking for what? Uh, have they already suffered a concussion or maybe it's, 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 it's frequent or it's, it's, it's uh, recent or is it something that they followed up from years ago and they just, they still don't feel the same. You know, we see both of those. We see the acute concussion and then we see those post concussion syndrome uh, patients as well. So we see a little bit uh, of both of those two different patient demographics, as well as we see people wanting to come in and get a baseline assessment before the season starts so that they can know and understand where their neurologic performance is before that contact starts in the event of an injury. Now we know where that person was before the injury happened. And then that really helps prognosis. It helps treatment plan. It really helps the application of rehab um, and the application to that patient. And Rich uh, Franklin, UFC fighter, how did uh, concussions affect your career? Uh, well, uh, let me just say that I came to uh, come down. I, I I came to know the Cerebrum Center by I, I know a young man who had a concussion and uh, dealing with a lot of health problems. So I came down here to raise awareness for him, and it's been really quite interesting being at the center and actually learning it, because it's a double edged sword for me. I've had a by my count, about eight concussions in my career. Okay, I'll stop you right there. What, what, you, what, do you, what do you think when he says that? What are you thinking? That he's had eight concussions. 
Well, now that I know Rich, it doesn't really concern me because you have to look at... Because you know him. Right, well, right. sure. Well, but then you have to look at... Uh, there's a lot of factors around the performance of the brain, and there are some people that can that can sustain concussions, and there there are some people that cannot sustain concussions, and there are a lot of factors behind that. Genetics, health status of the individual before the concussion happened. You know, if, if you have um, osteoporosis or thin bones right before you break your hip, what do you think the recovery is going to be sure. like in, in the rehab process? Well, if you have a poor brain or the poor performance physiologically of a brain and then you go injure it, well, how do you think the performance is going to be? Good point. So um, uh, with Rich, absolutely not. He's one of the most cerebral fighters that I've ever met. And I've had the opportunity because I'm a huge fan of mixed martial arts. I love uh, the sport and the cerebral nature of it. Whenever you look at, at especially fighters and the fight intelligence, you can see that their movement patterns and the way they study the game, it's, it's a very cerebral game. And, and, watch. and if, you, if you know anything about the sport, um, Rich is a legend. And so seeing him in the fight game, and now knowing him post-fight game and seeing the cerebral nature of how he applies knowledge to the fight game, post-fight game, staying in shape. Uh, I know this is a radio show and you can't see, but Rich is in great shape. Yeah, he's, 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 uh, he's repped. You know, good, but what's your body fat? I know you probably have an, an, an idea. No? 7 8%. Yeah, 7 8%. Train several times a week. Yeah, I'm in the gym 6 hours a day and and I still Holy spar. Smart. And that's you know that's what I was going to talk about is like on the back end of my career, you, I came down here for basically like a neurological assessment and to raise awareness about all this kind of stuff. And so I was really curious coming in to see like okay, because things happen, you know, like I like I forget my keys when they're sin- sitting in my pocket and I'm like, where did I put my keys? And I spend 15 minutes looking for them. I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, is this just because sometimes I do dumb things and we, we all do those kinds of things where you start thinking like, is this, I mean, is this a, you know, backlash from the stuff that I've suffered in my career? So it's been nice coming down here to, uh, to be able to assess myself and, and have that, you know, have that stuff going on. Yeah. And so you've had a great, a great relationship. Uh, oh, the, the two I, of you, I'm the, the, yeah. the cerebrum center, the, the people are awesome there. It's, it's amazing. Like it's amazing. The amount of information I've learned. I'm, I'm on uh, I'm on a sensory overload of information this week. They've put me through a number of a very, very frustrating drills from a, from oh. a balanced memory and, and yeah. uh, every other neurological perspective that you can think of. And it's just, it's, it's really educational. But uh, from a, from a treatment perspective, you know, just speaking about brass tacks, uh, you know, Rich, is, he's been at the upper echelon. A lot of us will never achieve competition at the level that he's achieved, mm-hmm. and especially from a combat perspective. And seeing his neuro- neurologic performance today is a testament to the fact that people can get concussed, and you can play contact sports, and you can still be okay afterwards. Because I would put, I would put Rich on my neurologic team any day of the week as it comes to memory and neurologic performance and a lot of those things. And so... Um, the health and integrity of the individual uh, during the fight process, pre and post camp, after retirement, all plays a huge role into the integrity of the individual, the health integrity of the individual, 5, 10, 15 years post-fight game. Have you seen this sector in the medical industry grow over the years of focusing on concussions? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a big growth um, in this space, and there needs to be. You know, when you, when, you, when you think about healthcare, there are a lot of organs that have had their decade. The heart has had its decade of being studied. The liver has had its decade. And so then what happens? We start to transplant those organs, and we really start to understand them. 
and its physiologic impact to the rest of the body. Well, it's time for the brain and the brain to be studied so that we can understand its impact to to your health and to your overall well-being and how you interact with your family and in your environment and 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 what does your future look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, the brain is certainly coming up on its and on its decade. What's the youngest client you've had in your office? Oh, newborns. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and those are the you know those are the cases that that really really shake you to the core. You know, seeing pediatric traumatic brain injuries, um, and and it can really compel you to wake up in the morning. And to take your job serious. Oh. Because yeah. these are people that now you are impacting the trajectory of their life. This is not just an assessment. Mm-hmm. This is something where we're saying to ourselves, we have to intervene the best that we can so that we can render the best result with the most cost effective financial approach mm-hmm. at the same time maintaining the integrity of the family unit because with traumatic brain injuries, Parents get really stressed out, and there's now a lot of new pressures that are added to the family, and especially in these pediatric traumatic brain injury cases. Financially, insurance cover most of that, the treatment? Uh, yes and no. Yeah. I mean, um, the, the insurance, I, I think that you could have a two-hour segment just on insurance bet, alone yeah. and the complexities of, of navigating insurance. And so uh, as you're consuming some of these services related to traumatic brain injuries, some of these services are covered and some of them are not. Yeah. Uh, joining us in the studio is uh, Rich Franklin, a UFC fighter, and Dr. Kagan Randall of the Cerebrum Health Centers in Irving and Atlanta. This is interesting stuff. I, I, um, I, I just know on a, on a personal level, I've gone to those uh, coach-parent meetings when they've talked about if we see your your son or daughter anywhere get close, we think they might have a concussion. It is immediate to a, a, the school physician, which then gets, you go out to your, your, they get referred out to your physician. That's absolutely right. And I want to touch on that for just a second is that there's two parts of the management of these types of head injuries. First is the acute side. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have to do instantly to protect myself or my child in the event that there's a brain bleed or in the event that there's a very significant neurologic process taking place. And so that requires immediate medical attention at an, at an emergency department or an emergency room closest to you so that they can get some imaging done and we can understand mm-hmm. what's happening on the inside of your head. Then after that, Rich, Rich talked about this earlier, especially in the fight game. Once you get checked out and everything's okay, you then become an advocate for yourself and you say, okay, now that I know that I'm not going to die in the immediate you know, future, what do I do for this head pain? What do I do for my loss of balance? What do I do for my lack of concentration? This is where you can go to facilities like ours and you can contact us on Cerebrum.com so that you can you know, schedule a consultation so that you can see what your next steps are. There are answers for people out there that are in post-concussion syndrome. The proverbial dark room is not something that you need to stay in forever. Mm-hmm. There are answers out there that can improve your life and overall well-being. And obviously, like the the, the smartphones and all the blue light that you look at and all the hypersensitive. I mean, you. Yeah, that's really bad. I yeah, mean, yeah. W- when you're looking at uh, cell phones in, in in recovery, especially in our pediatric cases, children love to text and be on Facebook, and so you really have to control the amount of sensory overload that comes from the telephone. There you go. Give us that website one more time for that. Cerebrum.com. There you go. Uh, we'll continue this conversation. We're going to take a break. Uh, the Money Show Dallas. Come to town.
coming to town October 19th through the 21st. We've got more information on that. Plus, look, we've got some special guests on the phone we'll get to when we come back. Plus, the Trinity River. I love it. I'm going to go swim and do the backstroke later after the show. Probably should canoe. Yeah. Yeah. A little, kite, a little stand-up paddleboard is more, more my thing. I can do that. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more. Stick around. It's 827 right here. 620 AM KEXP. Your experts in business. All right, we're back, 831 on this beautiful Thursday morning. Coming up on October 19th through the 21st, down at the uh, Hyatt Regency in downtown Dallas is the Money Show Dallas uh, jam-packed event with uh, 50-plus speakers on hand, uh, topics ranging all over the place. And on the phone, we have one of the speakers, uh, Bart Delito. He is uh, chairman and CEO of VectorVest. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, I tell you, let's talk. Let's talk about the Money Show Dallas. You're uh, one of the speakers uh, featured there to uh, uh, speak to the uh, the show, and let's talk about it. Okay, <laughs> the Money Show is a great event. Uh, uh, admission is free, as you indicated. There are fifty some experts there to talk about all facets of the market. Uh, it on, on Wednesday. There's going to be a symposium on for energy investors on Tuesday is the is the uh, opening of the basic money show where there are uh, speakers that will talk about every facet of the market. I will be giving uh, a talk on worry-free investing on uh, uh, Thursday, and uh, uh, if anybody is really serious about making money in the stock market. They should really attend this show because it is the best deal you can get. Uh, admission is free, and you get to listen to experts for three solid days. Uh, nothing can beat that. Nothing can beat that. Let's go into what you're known for. You developed a vector formula that predicts that predicting stock price performance. It's kind of cool. Yes. Uh, when I when I I had invested for a number of years without too much success. And I realized that there are three things I didn't know. <clears throat> One is what stocks were really worth, how safe they were, and when to buy, sell, or hold. So I sat down and began designing a system that would give me that information. So that's what VectorVest is all about. We calculate the value of over 7,500 stocks every day in the U.S., Around the world, we calculate the value for 23,000 stocks. Wow. We calculate how safe they are and when to buy, sell, or hold. We give a buy, sell, hold recommendation on every stock every day, and then we analyze, sort them, and rank them. So it's very easy to know what the best stocks are and what stocks to uh, uh, stay away from. Well, that's 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 a very powerful software package. That's some great information to have. Bart Delito joining us on the phone. He's a part of the uh, Money Show Dallas coming up at the uh, Hyatt Regency Dallas downtown, uh, October 19th to 21st. And as Bart said, it is absolutely free. Uh, go online and register. This is something that is now, is there a limited amount of people that can register for this? No, there's many people that want to sign up and sign up. Okay. 
So there's, we're not cutting it off at like you know 200 people or anything like that. No, no. In fact, of the matter, there's going to be thousands of people there. There you go. I'm looking forward to it. I think that uh, Michael, we will be. You and I are I probably my myself. I'll be out there live one of the days. Right next Wonderful. week. We're going to do some kind of I can't broadcast. Wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I've got a couple. Uh, I, I got some stocks. I want you to take a look at. Or better yet, I'll just go on uh, VectorVest and I'll have the uh, your software tell me what 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 the situation is on it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, I look forward to meeting you once again. Uh, check out the Money Show Dallas coming to uh, the Hyatt Regency downtown Dallas, October 19th or 21st. Go see Bart, Delito, and many others that will be speaking. Steve Forbes there as well, right? Yes. Can't wait to see that guy. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, where are you calling from right now, Bart? I'm calling from uh, Fairlawn, Ohio. It's a suburb of Akron, Ohio. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, you uh, you have a safe trip down here to Dallas, and we'll we'll see you we'll see you next week. I'm looking forward to it. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you so much, Bart Delito, uh, part of the Money Show Dallas. Doctor Bart Delito. Yeah, there you go. Yes. I, my apologies. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, when you meet a guy like Bart, uh, smart guy, what what he's developed to to track all these stocks, and I used to kind of do a little bit of day trading back in the day. That's when I had money. Yeah, you've told me about that. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. Uh, but you have to know what you're doing, and you have to get these rolling averages, and you have to look to see where the, the 30-day rolling average and the you know 45-day rolling average meet, and all this other stuff. He's got all that. You can tell. You can tell he's done all that. For Bet you. you wish you had some in Snapchat. <laughs> I should ask. I should ask Bart. Bart, what's your Snapchat handle? I'm sure he has one. Uh, <laughs> let's continue our conversation. Uh, once again. Uh, how can someone get a hold of you guys if for more information on if they've had a concussion or they follow up or just, you know what, we, we just want information? Yeah, you can go to the Internet and you can find us on the Internet at Cerebrum.com and you can schedule a consultation on, on the website. There you go. Uh, very important. And, of course, if you've got kids and they play sports, you know, you've you got to be on top of this. And, I, and I'm sure you've already had that parent-teacher meeting because we, we did or the coach-parent meeting about concussions and the protocol. These schools got protocols now. Oh, yeah. They don't just say, oh, man, put some dirt on it, or come back tomorrow, you'll feel better. Oh, yeah. It's mandated by law now that that there are, you know, strict protocols put in place so that we can protect our children. There you go. And uh, how can someone, Rich, you know, follow you? I'm on social media and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can, uh, I mean, my website's richfranklin.com, but you can check me out on Twitter at at Rich Franklin. If you go to my website, it'll have my extension for uh, my Facebook there. Is Joe Rogan a nice guy? Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> I always like Fear Factor. That was that a fun question. Uh, he, you know, I, I, he and I, I'm, I've had a working relationship with him for a long time. I've spoken to Joe for a little while now, but he's uh, he's a good dude. Yeah. Interesting guy to have conversation yeah, with. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's got an opinion he, on everything. And very talented, in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, I knew him from Fear Factor. You, you ever watch Fear Factor? Yeah. I did. Yeah, it was great. Well, have you it? seen it any was. of his uh, stand-up comedy? He's funny. Yeah, he is. No, really he, funny. And for him, when I found out that he was really in this uh this UFC world and this MMA and everything, I'm like, wow, he's pretty, he's pretty diversified as far as a broadcast. And he's legit too. Like he's, oh, is he? yeah, he, the, he, he can, he could throw down. Joe Rogan. Yeah. No, really? He's a tough guy and he's really smart and, and he sheds a really interesting light on the sport and, and he doesn't hold back in his commentary either. Yeah. Love it. All right. I really liked him in news radio. Uh, he was well, on the TV show. News oh, radio. He? Yes. Huh. Uh-huh. Well, what kind of character was it? Kind of light. He was the sports guy. He's a sports guy. Yeah, oh, but he was oh. good. Yeah, man, oh, he's talented, dude. Yeah. I, I've got. I mean, every time I hear uh, see him, I'm like, dude, that guy's. I can hang out and drink a beer with that guy. He played Joe Gorelli <laughs> from '95 to '99. 
All right, uh, let's talk about streams and valleys. We've got the director, Stacey uh, Pierce, in the studios. And, of course, the Trinity River is a beautiful staple of our community. But it wasn't always like that. It was not always like that. It's kind of gone a transformation, right? Exactly. Thanks, Brian. It's good to be with you this morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the river was literally, we called it the ditch. The ditch. The ditch. Let's go down to the ditch. <laughs> Right. Only you couldn't see it and you couldn't get to it. Uh, all the levees all the prevented levees. that from happening. And so um, in the late um, 60s, really, is when our organization began because of a lady named Phyllis Tilly. There you go. And you had a, a great flood. And Correct. In the 50s. Of, and some of those levees broke. Well, the or the levees were built, built because of the flood in the 50s. So what happened was it didn't direct the the direct the water just became stagnant um, and garbage it kind of filtered through, and it became a, gar- a garbage dump, essentially. Exactly. The, r- the river became a channel. A channel. And, and That's that, the word I was So the, the, ro- the water couldn't flow. There wasn't much water there. People couldn't see the river. And so, it you know, out of sight, out of mind, I suppose. And um, that became the place to put your appliances and your tires and other <laughs> things you didn't want at home. You know, when I lived in North Carolina, <laughs> they had a stretch of road called the Kenmore Curve. And I'm like, what's the Kenmore Curve? And it's like this curve, you put your Kenmore... A water dryer in the back of the truck, and you go around the corner real quick, and it falls out and goes on the side of the road. Some more curve. I'm, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I think it's about yeah. as white lots trash of, red. Lots of people have it. Lots of cities have <laughs> that, know. except I think it's called the mattress curve or yeah. something. Yeah. I did not partic- participate in the Kenmore curve, by right. the way. I did not do that. Uh, but you guys had a vision for this. Truly. And the, one of the great things about Fort Worth is the way we work together over there to do big things. And um, so Phyllis got her friends and family and colleagues together and uh, formed great important partnerships with the city and the water district and others. And together, uh, they began the march to get back to the river and and be able to use it and enjoy it for um, not only water supply, but also for recreation. And we now have more than 70 miles of trail and uh, ways that you can uh, hike and cycle and kayak and take your dog out for a walk and get out with the stroller and it's for everybody it's how's that funded by the way which part uh well uh kind of the the the, 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 the trails thing. and stuff yeah i mean the, the the pedestrian stuff okay so the tarrant regional water district is in charge of building and maintaining trail in conjunction with the city of fort worth so um so it's tax dollars it's funding from all sorts of different sources streams and valleys is a uh, nonprofit organization. Nonprofit. Nonprofit. So our donations uh, go to support all of those efforts, and so we seek to fund and inspire and develop programs and and initiatives that are going to make the trails network better. Yeah, and plant the trees and all. I mean, think about this for a second. There was no trees down there at the time, and you guys have planted thousands of trees to kind of beautify the area. So that that's really what Streams and Valley started with is making it more beautiful, and then um, that led to. Obviously, the development of so many connections uh, to neighborhoods and and um, all throughout all throughout the city to the river. So, um, again, I can't stress enough the partnership and people getting involved and making where they live better. All right, you got an event coming up called Friends of the River. It's a party on the plaza. Exactly. So we're going to take a a run through Trinity Park. We're going to. Oh, hang um, a if you don't run, can you walk? You can walk. I've got you, absolutely. Uh, you, you, Rich, you recommend I walk. I, I walk with a brisk pace or run. Or, doesn't matter. Go heart rate up. If you if you're going to walk five miles or run five miles, you're going to burn the same amount of calories doing it. It's just a matter of how much time it takes you to get gotcha. it done. Ten four on that. 
So Roger yeah, that. get moving. Get moving. Get moving. <laughs> yeah, I was at the gym the other day, and they were like, uh, "Goes like, how you, how you doing?" He's all peppy, and I'm like, "I'm going good." He's like, "What's your agenda today?" I'm like, "I'm going to burn fat." He goes, well, "What are you going to do?" I said, well, "I'm just probably going to go on the stair stepper." And he told me uh, a way to, to you know run for 30 seconds as fast as I could, and then and then rest 30 seconds and walk, and then run 30 seconds. And I thought, and he, he explained just what you said, and I thought, "Oh, it makes a lot of sense." Get that heart rate, burn burn that fat. Okay, so you're gonna be, you're going to be uh, running. Well, we like to say you can run, walk, stroll, bring your dog, bring your kids. Skateboard, doesn't matter. Uh, get outdoors, enjoy enjoy that part of the event. And then we have a tasting event in Montgomery Plaza from 7 to 9. Great music by Party, Bra- Party Gras. And um, and by the way, if you are not a runner, walker, or stroller, you certainly can come just for the party. But it's a great chance to be outdoors. Uh, the money goes for a great cause, the Trinity River and all of the initiatives around that. And um, music's great. People are great. Um, the weather's going to be beautiful, so mm-hmm. come on down. And I see that you guys have beer, so uh, obviously, do you want to, you want to throw out any? Is there local breweries participating in this? Well, Fort yes, Worth we have based? great. We have a great sponsor, Benny Keith, who helps us go. with that. And um, you can write so, off the sponsors, it's okay? I want to well, give them some super love. super restaurants come in to join us, and so. Um, it's truly, it's a quick event. It's six to nine. So you can still get in bed at a reasonable hour if you're worried Amen about that. that yeah. um, but it's a great way to start your weekend on a Thursday night. So. And Rich it will be fighting Michael Clark in the ring. Oh. In the barbed wire cage <laughs> match. <laughs> right. Reverse rear chicken <laughs> naked <laughs> kick or whatever. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. Do you have to sign up in advance or can you literally just walk up and pay your 30 bucks or whatever? You can do both. So you do both. obviously you can get a little bit of price if you make your plans in advance there you go um but uh so you can sign up online or you can walk in and register at luke's locker in montgomery plaza good and then sponsor the, there right pardon but luke's locker great company oh Always amazing yes. amazing partner we've had him on the show several times amazing partner uh long time partner streams and valley so um so you can do online friends of the river fw.com or you can do in person at luke's locker and then uh, the day of, you can walk right into the to the plaza itself after five o'clock and uh, register register that way. So. I love it. Streams and valleys, uh, go check it out. And uh, you know, you guys are a nonprofit, so you, donations are are always appreciated. appreciated of course, absolutely. Thank you. Did you guys do the uh, North Texas uh, Giving Day? You participate in that for the first time. We did. Uh, all right, great go. event. Just great. a great event. Raise some funds for you guys? Absolutely. There you go. I mean, what was that? $35 million? 37. Man, DFW's rich. Yeah. A lot of philanthropic city. Truly. People giving money away left and right. Um, We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Samsung Galaxy Rescue Box, is what they're kind of calling it. Uh, We're also going to talk about, uh, hey, have you ever done a creative way of quitting your job? Survey comes out that uh, many Americans are quitting their jobs before they even have a job. And why? Are they crazy? Bake yourself a going away cake and serve it to the people at work. And put a lot of, like, um, X-lax in it. Put some... some... I wasn't going that direction. Yeah, why not? Or put some, uh, make pup brownies. Take them to the office. Everybody fill the drug test. Then you get your job back. I was thinking creative, not illegal, Uh, Brian. There you go. (laughs) Uh, all right, we'll take a break. 846, as always, you can go to uh, 620amkexp.com for more information on this radio show and other shows in this fine Salem Media Radio Network. Love it. Stick around. We don't need no thoughts control.
right, we're back. 8.50. All right, Samsung. We all know this uh, Samsung Note 7 uh, has been kind of like eh, putting on the brakes. But now Samsung's getting creative. They're sending out these uh, fireproof boxes to Samsung Galaxy owners to basically put all this stuff together and send it back. So they're not getting Brian Glenn creative baking pot into cookies or something. Correct. Okay. Correct. You that's, in here? That's if, that's if you have the apple, and that's if you're that's quitting pot Samsung in Northern California. The Koreans aren't doing that. The Koreans aren't smoking pot. Uh, but this is kind of interesting. It is a cardboard box within another cardboard box with a static uh, electric sleeve to put the the phone in, and it comes with fireproof gloves, heat resistant gloves, just in case. Are you? Are they thinking you're putting this thing as it's still steaming inside the box, or you're letting it? You gotta let it go out first. But they're, I, they're, I mean, why would they give you like oven mitts? You don't need that any longer. Like are you, now you, available on the Home Shopping Network, the Samsung Note Eight, complete with your own oven glove. <laughs> oh well, it's two point five million Samsung Galaxy Notes uh, are out there, and they all got to go back. And so they've all been known to bursting, bursting into flames now. Uh, I know the flight that I was into Indianapolis last weekend, uh, they told me, if you got a, a Note 7, get rid of it. Yeah. Leave it here. Um, Dispose of it properly. I, I've got to be honest with you. I'm no, I'm nervous about this uh, edge over here. I'm still nervous. Because when I when I do Facebook Live, mm-hmm. and it, if I do the live and it's plugged in at the same time, and it I've had up. it on the show, it heats up, man. Yeah. And I, honestly, I'm, when I unplug and I touch it, I'm like, ooh, this is kind of warm. I Not w- warm like yeah. burning my skin warm. But more, I'm like, should it be this hot? I would let you use my phone to broadcast Facebook Live, but I'm afraid that it's not really the brand of phone. It's rather the person using it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Throw yeah, you under yeah, the bus yeah, for that yeah, one. Yeah. All right. Well, I kind of like to kind of open up the floor now. We talk about, you know, quitting jobs, and many Americans are walking away from their jobs before they even have a job. And you've always heard that advice, never quit your job until you have another job. You know, your parents always said it, just like that, actually, in that voice. Um. But many many Americans are stepping away from their job uh, before they have another job, and because they have confidence in the job market, and they have confidence in the economy, and we've seen the numbers and the the confidence uh, factors go come out, and it just keeps going up despite maybe what you see in the media, and that's a great a great example, you know. And let's make America great again. He talks about how bad the economy is, and I kind of kind of say, of the circle of friends that I'm in. Uh, it's not that bad. I mean, you, you, a lot of hard work and get out there and roll up your sleeves and, and, and find different ways to do business. It's not that bad. So uh, I will say that the you know millennials are are very confident on the job market and they're willing to step away from their job and find something else. And I, we talk about passion a lot on the show. And I think whatever you do and from any, anybody sitting in in this room right now, they're doing it because they had passion. I'll turn it to you. You're in what you do. Because you you have a passionate for really you know for for our community and serving others right no question that's, no question right it's the great thing about civic work is the partnerships the people that do that I mean nobody's getting rich doing this um, we're doing it because we love it because it's legacy work because you feel like at the end of the day the time you spent might make it better for somebody else yeah. Kagan same thing I mean absolutely I think you know service before self. And 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 coming together and making your community better, just like you're talking about, is one of the, I think is one of, probably one of your biggest civic responsibilities. When I asked you about the youngest person to have a concussion, you said a newborn, and you said, "Hey, this is the point where we can. This person's life's been altered. We can either make sure we do the very best to get it going the right direction, or 
if you're if you're not focused or whatever, I mean, you, you could they could live with a really something very serious the rest of their lives, right? Yeah. And so, I, I think just attention to detail and 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 you know, love of service before self are are principles that need to be adhered to. There you go, uh, Rich. You know, always passionate about. I know we talked before the show, athletics and sports. And- yeah, absolutely. But I almost feel so shallow next to these people. No, no, because, because they talk you about know what? Civic duty and helping others. No, and no, 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 no. Michael Glaser. Before he was, he was a uh, he was a high school math teacher. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. You no, deal with high school. I got one. I can't deal with him. I want. I want to go UFC on my son every day. Yeah, but I, <laughs> he bucks the heck out of me. I'll tell you though, just with with my with my job and everything. My job's given me the ability to affect a lot of uh, other lives just outside of the outside of the fight game, so to speak. Like I've done a lot of work with disabled vets and and what brought me down to the Cerebrum Center and stuff like that. I'm just I'm constantly involved in those kind of things. So yeah, I mean you you have to pursue things that you're passionate about because when you have to when you wake up early in the morning to to go to work, it doesn't feel like you're getting up for a job. You're just I getting agree. up to do what you love to it's do. It's kinda like this job. I wake up and hey, come on here and give people a platform to help others and I feel pretty good about it. I try to make it entertaining. I try to, you know, get people laughing a little bit, give them a little bit of information. Uh, I, I'm with you. I think it's passion. Is if you're in a job right now, and I say this, and a lot of people say, Brian, why do you say this? You're advocating people just walking away and quitting the job. Life is too short, and you can you can uh, you you've seen it in your line of work the the mental capacity for people. Life's too short, and you've got to do something that you involve. And I'm I'm gonna go a step further. If you're in a relationship that's not positive and healthy, life is too short. Move on. If you're in a job, life is too short move on uh larry larry elders you know the uh talk show guy yeah he said he said something years ago that you know he was in a in a dead-end job kind of before he was a radio personality he mm-hmm. owned some kind of like headhunting firm or something sure yeah and he was just doing a horrible job at it losing money and finally someone said look you know what you gotta take charge make a change right now the littlest change can just slightly divert the, your future into a, a bright new path and that goes to relationship, that goes with your business, that goes with your health. I mean, you tell me a great thing. Give up grains. If I'm tired of being bloated, if I'm tired of carrying around a pony keg, do something about it. Quit eating grains, stupid. Hey. That's what, and that's what, in a way, that's what Donald Trump's bedside manner is with you, this country. You're not going to quit eating grains. I know you. I know. You, I, you I, like I, your I craft beer. Now. You I'll like your craft beer, too. Yeah. I, you know what's uh, funny about drinking? And, and I, yeah, I could, I could, there's, I'm not addicted to anything other than this right here. Coffee. Yeah, that I'm holding up. That, Spoken like a true addict. But I think <laughs> I'm not addicted to anything except, <laughs> except for except for coffee. This thing. And, my, and, and my, maybe that too. And my faux hawk. Yeah, and this other thing. And, <laughs> that's pretty funny. But aside yeah. from those things. Other than that, I am healthy. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't I've never done drugs. <laughs> Mute the button. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let's let's wrap this uh, We got to this ship up. Uh, thanks for joining info. us. Contact real quickly for you, Streams and, and Valleys. Go ahead. Streamsandvalleys.org or friendsoftheriverfw.com. Go. Cerebrum, cerebrum.com, right? Yep. Cerebrum.com. Right. And then richfranklin.com mm-hmm. for more information on that. Uh, you can always reach out to us at 620amkexp.com for more information on this show and find show. Follow me on Brian Glenn TV on Twitter or on Facebook as well. We'll see you back here tomorrow.